Just the same, just the same as that caterpillar in this human game. We may look like an ordinary one, but don't be fooled. We are all children of the sun, waiting till the time is right to spread our. Good evening. It's time for Conscious Living Radio here on CFRO 100.5 FM in Vancouver Co-op Radio. My name is Mark Cron, and this evening our host Tasha was uh, some good news that we always start off with. She uh, is away today because she's on a movie set. She's got a movie gig, so that's some exciting good news. And uh, the next piece of good news we have is our founder, Andrew Resmer, is in the studio today. He's going to uh, join us as we discuss Adler University, how they stand for a more just society, is our topic of the evening. And today we've got uh, four guests in studio. We have Brad O'Hara, who's the, the head of... Adler University here in Vancouver, Udo Erasmus, who's a local uh, Vancouver entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker, uh, and a student of Adler University, is in the studio as well, as well as Megan Robinson, one of our staffers, and Christian Felice, who is a student. I'd like to welcome you all to the show today. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for Hi. having us. Thanks. Hey, it's, it's a pleasure to have you all here in the studio and, and to have Andrew on board. I know we're going to have a great conversation talking about Adler University and the work that we do. And uh, really, I just want to start by turning it over to you, Brad. Maybe you can introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are and really what Adler University is all about. Thanks, Mark. Uh, and thank you for hosting us this evening. Um, I'm the executive dean at uh, Adler University's Vancouver campus. Uh, Adler is an international university. We have uh, campuses in Chicago and here in Vancouver and an online campus. Uh, we're a, a not-for-profit institution, graduate institution. Uh, we are focused on uh, programming that is uh, centered on uh, Alfred Adler and uh, his teachings, his philosophy. Uh, which uh, really is centered on creating healthy communities. And uh, in doing so, we work hard to graduate what we call socially responsible practitioners, 
uh, graduates who are engaged in community, who are affecting change, um, who are leveling the playing field for everybody. Um, and uh, along the way, we're you know, social justice warriors. Uh, social justice underlies all we do at, uh, at Adler University. Beautiful. So maybe you can tell us what do you exactly you mean by social justice? Well, social justice to me is not taking something away from somebody else and giving it to another individual, but as I said, leveling the playing field, uh, making uh, services and opportunities accessible uh, to others uh, so that they can improve their lives. Uh, that's, that is an, an important component if we're going to create healthy communities. And uh, um, uh, Alfred Adler, who is the world's first community psychologist, uh, was a, a, a big proponent of that. And uh, uh, what he taught, uh, his, uh, his philosophy, is very, very appropriate to uh, today and uh, the various issues that we're confronted with. So what are his philosophies, this Adler fellow? Uh, well, Adler's philosophy is basically is a reflection of how nature made us. Like, he didn't say it that way because he was in the field of psychology. But fundamentally, life made all human beings equal. Equal, worthy, equally of respect and of care and of having their needs met. And what do you do in a society where you have very rich and very poor and very different lifestyles? What do you do to make sure first that everybody's, all of everybody's basic needs are taken care of and that they have opportunity because many people are not born into opportunity. Many people are born in, into difficulty. And how do you bring them to a place where they can make use of the opportunities that they didn't have when they were kids. Is that what attracted you to go study at Adler, Udo? What attracted me to study there was my marriage broke up and I, I figured I needed some skills. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, when, when you went, what, uh, what did you study while you were at Adler? I did psych, uh, Master's in Counseling Psychology. But what I was really interested in is the language. Like one of the things I really liked about Adler is he said we come out of uh, hierarchical societies where people talk down to each other or up to each other. But we've, we're moving into where people expect to be equals. And women are no longer subservient to men, so the children don't have a model for subservience. And so when the parents talk down to their kids, the kids talk across to them because they don't know what subservience is and then the communication gets screwed up and so what Adler did is he set out systematically to develop communication skills that work between equals and I'll just give you one example like if you're in a hierarchical society and you're the boss so you talk down to your 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 people and you tell them what to do and if they do it you give them a, a candy and if they don't do it you kick their butt Right? You punish them. Well, in, if you're equals, you don't get to do that. So what do you do? Well, you have, to, you have to inform them and then give them space to make their own decisions. And so you're empowering people to make their own decisions by giving them information they need in order to do it. So, you know, in, in, and to take that example to a, a more um, 
the grounded example. You know, if if you're sitting in the in the living room and your kid comes in and he leaves the door open and it's cold and the cold wind, the cold water weather cut, the, you know, the cold comes in. Then if you're an autocrat, you say, "Shut the damn door," right? And if you're if you're uh, if you're if you have respect for his sovereignty, then what you say is, uh, "When you leave the door open, my feet get cold." And the kid, if you have a, a, a reasonable relationship with, with him, will actually go and close the door because he gets what the issue is. Of course, if you have a bad relationship, you say, great, I'll leave the door open even longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Megan, while we get started, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you do at Adler University. Yeah, absolutely. My role at Adler is I'm the manager of community action and engagement. So I run a program called the Social Justice Practicum, which is where we work with over 80 organizations, nonprofit organizations in the Lower Mainland. And all of our first year students have to do a minimum of 200 hours working with these nonprofit organizations in unpaid practicums. Thank you. And and how about you, Christian? You're a student there at Adler. What are you taking? What are you doing there? Um, so I'm in the Doctor of Psychology in Clinical Psychology program, which is a five-year five-year program to training program to become a psychologist. And I just actually started my third year, and I'm starting my second clinical placement, which will be out in White Rock. Beautiful. So, An Andrea, you're here, and I'm really happy to see you in the studio today. What kind of questions do you have for, for the gang today? Hang on. We have five people in the studio and four microphones and headsets, so... I can, I can see look, people looking at me, but I don't know why. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Well, I was passing it over to you, Andrew. You're, you're in the studio. We're happy to have you here, and I know you're always loaded with great questions, so I thought maybe you, now that we've got the, the introductions and things going, you might uh, want to ask a few questions. Well, definitely. Thank you, uh, Mark, for, for bringing me into this conversation. Um, the, the most important question for me at this stage of our conversation is how is Adler different from any other universities? Each university is trying to create uh, people who are going to be um, important um, ingredients of our society, community, who brings, uh, bring something into um, this world. How is uh, Adler different? Adler's different in, well, we're small, we're focused on graduate education. Uh, it's that commitment to social justice that runs through the entire organization, uh, which makes us quite different from any other university. You may find uh, of certain faculty or departments that have that, that, that practice, that mantra, but uh, Adler is it's an entire university that is focused and committed to social justice and creating, developing socially responsible practitioners. Megan talked about her work in uh, the social justice practicum. Um, you know, we require all of our students to complete a 200-hour social justice practicum, uh, practically starting the moment they walk in the door. Mm -hmm. um, uh, this pushes boundaries and gets students to work 
with uh, communities that uh, uh, they may not have had exposure to previously. Uh, and uh, it, it creates a different mindset. And our president likes to talk about the fact that the, the student that you are today and starting at Adler is going to be quite different than the individual who graduates either two years from now out of, out of a master's program or five years hence in, in, in the doctoral program that uh, Christian is studying in. Because we have these amazing transformative opportunities for people to connect with community and affect change. Mm -hmm. And um, how, uh, let's, let's start with Christian, uh, um, you obviously have done some research and co compared different options that you have uh, between different universities and or programs that are there. And what specifically uh, was the tipping point for you to choose this School of Brothers? So there's a, there's a couple of reasons that are all kind of to tied into the social orientation of the school. And so for other clinical doctor programs, you're often required to do clinical research as your research component. Um, and one of the great things about Adler is that we're actually able to pursue social research if that's more um, palatable to us. And so for me, as someone who's very interested in, in clinical work, um, but in terms of research, I actually am more interested in uh, exploring social problems. So stigma being something that's like particularly a passion area for me. Um, I did decide to come in part because I would have the opportunity to do social research as opposed to um, restricted kind of clinical research. Um, and then also... Um, Pursuing graduate studies is a very time-consuming uh, um, thing to take on, and um, wanting to give back and wanting to help um, help in the community, uh, it was nice to have uh, an option to go to a school where that's actually incorporated into the program and curriculum, so that you know it can be part of my professional development, but I still have an opportunity to go out into the communities that are meaningful to me uh, and give back in in a way that's helpful. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would like to go uh, in the circle and, and try to paint a picture of the world um, if everybody in the world graduated from Adler's University and uh, implemented uh, the teachings and values that, that you um, cherish so much. Let's, let's start with... Uh, I would say that people are, would be compassionate, but advocates, um, uh, receptive to other perspectives and uh, broad-minded thinkers uh, who uh, see potential in others. Um, well, I'll answer your other question too. Why did I pick it? Mm -hmm. For my short answer is because the skills really work. There are lots of ways that people try to do behavior and do relationships and the skills don't work. And in fact, it's not well known, but the skills that Adler developed are wide, in widespread use in therapy, in teaching, and in social work. Adler doesn't usually get credit for that, but they work. And even, even sometimes when people do, uh, like in other psychologies, they'll do psychoanalysis, but they'll use Adlerian methods to help the patients because they work. Mm -hmm. And there are other Freud's methods don't work. 
<laughs> how, how did you know it's going to work before uh, you chose? Oh, f well, I, aside from the fact that I had my nose rubbed into in it, that my <laughs> communication <laughs> skills needed some help, uh, I had a friend who uh, was, was in early childhood education, mm -hmm. and she, was, uh, she wanted to take the courses. And her communication skills were very good. And she and I went through it together. Mm -hmm. And there was, she already knew some of it. And she worked with other people who had those skills. And I just really liked the respectfulness of the skills or the way that they, they treated people uh, like equals. You know, and they had their needs and they would talk about their needs, but they wouldn't hammer people. They would just were, be, be clearer in their communication. And I really liked that because that spoke to me because I clearly needed help in that department. <laughs> Okay, let's, uh, let's go back to the second question, the paint a picture of the world. Oh, paint a picture of the world? Uh, well, if everybody on the planet... Including Donald Trump. Everybody on the planet, yes, everybody <laughs> would include Donald Trump. If everybody on the planet used, you know, mastered the skills that Adler taught, we, would have ve we, we wouldn't have the fights in politics, there would be, you know, it would begin with respect for the person. And then you can talk about your differences and come to certain conclusions. But what, uh, so there it would work. If you have a, re a relationship issue, you literally sit down and you put it on the table and you sort it out and you do it in a respectful way. Mm -hmm. And the skills he teaches, the way to do that is the words are respectful. So he translated respect into language. Uh, those those are two two good examples. If everybody on the planet used those skills, we probably would have a lot less war. We'd probably have a lot less homeless people. We'd probably have a lot less drug addiction. We'd probably have a lot less crime. We'd probably have a lot less of all the things that aren't working right. because they don't work because we're not we're not going about them in a way that works. And sometimes, even if we feel like we want to do something for people, we don't have the skills to do them. Adler was the guy, and that's his genius, in my, in my view, is he systematically developed those skills. And that's, like, got to give a guy credit. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I just finished a fantastic book uh, by Wade Davis called Wayfinders, and he talks about how indigenous communities around the world can teach us in the modern world how to live and survive and one of the communities that he was talking about was an indigenous community in Malaysia and their concept the concept of homelessness was not something that was understood within their community at all because they would never let that happen to what someone in their community uh, because it, their community the idea of wealth was made up of understanding that everyone together is wealthy as long as everyone is taken care of by one another. And so if everyone took care of one another and and didn't allow for those kinds of social inequalities to happen like we do today, then and that is exactly what Adler talks about. So it's about actually acting instead of saying, oh, I'm going to make a difference. It's about actually making a difference. And that's what we need to do. And at Adler, we're creating a think tank. We're creating the experiences. We're creating the individuals who are going out and saying, no, I'm not just talking about doing something. I'm actually doing it. And that's what makes us special. 
Yeah, a lot of the thoughts I um, I have on that kind of question are pretty similar to what Megan just said, um, and kind of in relation to what Udo said earlier about social justice being about making you know society accessible for everyone, and and if we had um, more people who, or if everyone was um, kind of graduated under this philosophy, what would happen is we would, as a society, really quickly respond to any group of people that um, started to become disenfranchised, disadvantaged, or or experience any any kind of inequality, and we would just kind of mobilize as a group to kind of remedy that situation. Um, which would solve a lot of the a lot of the difficulties that we see in our societies, um, just by you know us all working together to kind of make it uh, make it equal. Beautiful. Well, one thing I want to say, Megan, I, I love that you brought up Wade Davis. Um, he's one of the speakers at the upcoming Spirit Plant Medicine Conference in November this year, and uh, he presented again. Uh, last year as well and he's just such a phenomenal speaker he's been so experienced in some of the travels he's done with National Geographic and all of the work so I can see the the correlation that you speak of and uh, you know it's a, it's a beautiful thing to to bring that in and it's just a, it's a nice relation in in that sense so thank you for for sharing that I want to go um, a little bit deeper into this um, uh, description or this image that we are painting of this world because uh, the society that we live in, um, Western world, is based on greed, competition, uh, power and control. And um, the wealth is distributed based on um, different measuring um, criteria where um, individuals or organizations are um, um, receiving more uh, money, power, or control based on whatever criteria is being used. And uh, this whole concept of the survival of the fittest. um, So how would wealth and control and power be distributed in the world that you're painting. That's a great question, Andrew. <laughs> I can speak to that. Um, I think it goes back to my, I don't have a counseling background at all, but my background is in environmental sustainability and in indigenous education. And um, it goes back to learning from indigenous communities because it's about protecting everyone together, not about protecting yourself. It's about togetherness. It's about just that world word community. Um, And so if someone was not as wealthy in terms of the monetary value that we put on wealth, then others would be there to support them. Um, and again, the the definition of wealth would be different in our minds, in our eyes. It wouldn't be around the green stuff that we have nowadays <laughs> pieces of paper it would the wealth would be about um, the strength of the community the strength of the relationships and the beauty of the relationships that are created with with one another yeah I, I, I remember um, having this conversation not long ago when um, someone was trying to convince me that um, she needs to work hard all her life in order to have um, means to uh, continue living certain type, uh, certain lifestyle, 
when she's not able to work anymore. So she's accumulating wealth uh, for the rainy days. Um, uh, and obviously n now um, we are living longer. Our work um, uh, life is uh, still more or less the same. So now we're accumulating for uh, during 20 or 30 or 40 years of work um, enough money to last us another 40 years after we retire. And uh, the, uh, the, the argument was very similar to what you just said, Megan, that in the commu communal living, uh, the value is based on what I gave to this community over my 30, 40, 50 years of life. And that community now is taking care of me because it, the, 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 it's not a monetary, I don't have to save it on the bank account, I'm saving in hearts and souls of other people that I have served over those years. So it is a different uh, point of view. It's a, it, it's a, a completely different uh, value system. Um, do you think that uh, those two different worlds can coexist? Can we be uh, living in the society that is driven by money, control and power, and at the same time um, um, be, um, you know, promoting equality and social justice and, and fairness and, 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 and all those values that we talked about? I think it's I think it's hard to say, but um, I'm part of the thing is there's you know there is this inequality that exists, and there can be a large part of the society that is okay with that inequality and happy to let it continue to exist. Um, and part of the work that we do is just kind of come banding together as those in opposition to that inequality to kind of empower those communities that are disadvantaged to create opportunity um, and meet their own needs and and you know figure out what works for them and if, if enough of us can band together um, and kind of work towards that goal then it becomes something achievable regardless of you know those individuals who are kind of happy with the status quo and that's I think that's a really good point we have to have enough people to say this isn't right we're not we shouldn't be living the way that we're currently living with this huge different differential between the poor and the wealthy and once you get enough people to say we can't live like this then actually there will be a change that will be made so we just and hopefully at Adler we're actually creating the people that are going to say that and are going to be willing to make a difference and that that difference is going to be tough and it's going to put people into negative head spaces and but we have to do it together so let me let me say a little bit about that. <clears throat> um, I read somewhere recently that uh, uh, how how you deal with addiction is you help addicts find connection, and this probably the central part of Adler's thing was the need to belong. You're part of something, and when you feel you belong to something, your behavior changes. Mm -hmm. When you feel isolated, then you have to look for something other than belonging if you don't know how to get the belonging, right? And there are a lot of people that I know that are very rich, that work really hard, that are very isolated, that, you know, and sometimes you could say they're heartless and you could say they're greedy, 
but you, you, I would call that I would call that that's that's the disease. The disconnection is the disease. When people feel like they belong to the group, then the welfare of the group becomes becomes the goal. And then whatever you have that you can help make the community work, then you bring that in. That will be then your contribution because life and living in communities requires contribution. Mm -hmm. So and then there are, there are different kinds of contribution. Money is just one kind of contribution. Right. I, and, and another big one is just acceptance. You know, I think there's so just, many different yeah. groups mm -hmm. existing in our society, whether it be people living with addiction, people of, um, from different countries, people of, of all different backgrounds who are living in our society who don't really feel like they're a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of one of the biggest challenges to overcome just by creating that community, creating that sense of belonging for those right. people so that... Um, you know, we start to see an improvement in the general welfare. Right. I think I didn't say that, but the, this exactly. I, the thing I read where they said that literally they, they, they gave up their addiction if they were able to be accepted into a group and feel like they belonged to that group. So that is true maybe on the, on the addiction end, but it's maybe also true on the greed end because they're equal diseases. Mm. Right, addicted to money or addicted to drugs, it's addiction is addiction. Right. Absolutely. So, hey guys, we got a break for a song. We're about halfway through the program, so we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about uh, what what Adler has to offer and maybe how we can, you know, as your school and as individuals, how we can kind of affect these changes in the world. So we will be right back after this song from our good friend Will Blunderfeld here on Conscious Living Radio, 100.5 CFRO Co-op Radio here in Vancouver. Will Blunderfeld.
been listening to Will Blunderfield on 100.5 CFRO Co-op Radio in Vancouver. It's Conscious Living Radio. Uh, Will Blunderfield, he's a great local kundalini yoga teacher. He's a talented musician. He's actually got a private show coming up here in Vancouver on September 24th. If you'd like some information, you want to see this this guy live, uh, come and join us. All the information is on ConsciousLivingRadio.org. And we're back here as we're speaking with, um, we've got Brad O'Hara, Udo Erasmus, Megan Robinson, and Christian Felice here uh, from Adler University, which is a nonprofit interdisciplinary institution that educates students to advance social justice and take a hands-on approach uh, to community wellness and health. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, it's great to have you in the studio. So... You know, I really appreciate what we were talking about when we uh, broke for, for our music break, and we are talking about, you know, creating the change in the world. So how do we go about as, you know, whether we're a, a student or a graduate of Adler University, what do we recommend for people to go out and make that change as the individual that they are? Um, one thing I would say, we were just talking actually during that little break there, is... Um, Part of the the training about, you know, creating that sense of belonging and creating, you know, equal opportunity and accessibility for people is really not speaking for them. And so we don't really decide what it is that our communities need. We actually go out and connect to them on the ground um, and ask them what they need because no one really knows better uh, what, what it is that they need than the groups themselves. Um, and then we do what we can from our position um, to kind of help make that happen and help them work as an, an internal uh, kind of entity that can kind of create that change for themselves, you know, in conjunction with uh, with some help from other people. That's like encouragement. Exactly, like encouragement, which yes. is one of the, yeah, one of the core principles that Adler talks about, which is kind of giving people this motivation to achieve and participate in society. And I think as well, um, you know, it's nice to dream, but um, it's not always great to have our heads in the sky. I think we have to have our boots on the ground. And um, unfortunately, right now in our world, we, we can't make the change of everyone living Adler principles as we see with, you know, Donald Trump and everything that's going on. So we just have to try. And like Christian says, we have to go to the communities and say, 
how, how can we make a difference? What can we do? Beautiful. How about you, Brad? Uh, I would agree with, uh, you know, everything that's been said to date. Um, our work with over 200 uh, community partners, whether it be with uh, Megan's uh, SJP work or uh, clinical work in which Christian is engaged, exposes uh, our, our students to all sorts of uh, different perspectives and issues. And Christian's right. It's not, you know, we don't go in with uh, an agenda in hand and, and impose something. Uh, we listen to community and uh, um, try to appreciate what they want and try to build that, uh, uh, you know, capability so that um, there is that uh, opportunity to advance and um, create a, a more satisfied uh, and, and uh, uh, community, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And how about you, Udo? I know you and I have had this conversation on numerous occasions. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, well, so I was talking about in encouragement. Uh, you know, when in, in the other place where Adler has done a lot is for parenting skills. You know, most of everybody grew up in a family, and your parenting skills, because we don't really study them that well, there's not a great place. I mean, we go to school to, dri to learn how to drive a car on the right side of the road. But when it comes to the most complicated thing we have, which is relationships, we don't get any schooling, other than I was a kid in a family that was dysfunctional. So that's where I learned my parenting skills, <laughs> which is why my marriage break is <laughs> going to that, right? And so to sit down and systematically learn the skills that express the respect you might have. Like, I had respect for the woman, but I didn't have the skill to express it. And that was probably where, where that thing broke down, right? And so, so respect and encouragement, right? And, and when, that's, when that's in place, everything can work. You know, there's still, there are always still challenges, but there are no challenges that are impossible if, if you can have the respect and get that encouragement is helpful and be willing to listen as well as speak. There's a book, I think it's called How to Speak So Children Will Listen and Listen So Children Will Speak. Mm -hmm. Very. I, I, I had an orgasm when I read that <laughs> title. I thought it was, wow, that is so perfect that expression of 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 what needs to happen in relationships i don't mean no i i think i mean in, in verbal relationships <laughs> I, I think it's really important what you said udo because you know our communication our language the words that we use are so powerful in, in how we communicate so i think yeah. it's really important and you know i know speaking for myself g going up through elementary and high school and things they never really taught you about linguistics and how to properly communicate exactly. so uh, yeah. I think it's a really important skill set that we all need and you know and the most youngest age is is really the best um, so then let me ask you this and put it out there to, to the field maybe for you Brad what are the subjects and, and topics that they they teach there at 
um, specifically at Adler? Because I know psychology is a big one. You talk about health right. and wellness. So. so we have five degree programs, four at the master's level, one at the doctorate level. Um, and it's a really nice array of programming that allows us to influence individuals, groups, uh, organizations, um, and systems and uh, systematic issues. Um, our legacy program is our counseling psychology program, and that's our biggest program. Um, that has uh, allowed us to evolve a, a, a very uh, innovative and uh, successful counseling art therapy program where uh, students, when they graduate, uh, uh, can li be licensed as counselors and art therapists, a very, very uh, uh, a powerful program and our, our students are very often uh, uh, um, extended job offers before they uh, uh, finish their uh, their uh, schooling at Adler. Um, we have our Doctor of Psychology program in which uh, Christian is uh, studying. Uh, that's a, a, a relatively new program uh, to Adler. It's in its uh, uh, seventh year. Um, and uh, I'm very proud to say that we offer the only uh, doctorate of uh, any of the private institutions in British Columbia. Um, that's uh, something that speaks quite well to um, our quality programming and uh, uh, sort of the faith that the, uh, that the powers at the uh, Ministry of Advanced Education have in Adler University. Um, we also have a, a Master's of Industrial and an Organizational Psychology program, uh, which, uh, you know, graduates uh, students uh, to be uh, uh, coaches, uh, strategic planners, uh, HR specialists, and allows us to affect change within organizations. And then our newest program is a, a Public Policy and Administration uh, master's degree, uh, MPPA, we call it Master's of Public Policy and Administration, uh, which looks at systems and systematic issues. And so that policy piece is, is very powerful and, and one that we can't overlook uh, in trying to affect change in community. Um, I've had the opportunity to speak to several of our graduates who have come out of the counseling psychology stream and, and, and express that although you know, they, they see the value in their work and able to shape you know, individuals and groups um, through their day-to-day their -day, uh, efforts, you know, it's the policy piece that ultimately is going to move us uh, ahead, and that is a, a very important piece that a lot of us are don't have a background in. And so, I'm happy that we're offering that opportunity for individuals uh, to learn to be social change agents uh, in the policymaking world. Change agents, I love that word, that, that phrase. That's fantastic. So, how does one attend? Adler University, I understand you've got a couple of campuses and you've also got an online option? That's correct. Um, here in Vancouver, um, we have uh, a campus uh, downtown at uh, 520 Seymour Street and uh, uh, currently have uh, about 385 students engaged in study. 
Um, students uh, can uh, apply uh, online. They go to our website, uh, adler.edu. And uh, uh, we have a, a, a very uh, engaged uh, and uh, helpful admissions department that can uh, help students work through the uh, application process and admissions process, uh, which, which can be uh, daunting uh, at graduate school, uh, but uh, our folks uh, make that work uh, easy. Um, and uh, so the, it, it all starts with... Uh, um, you know, just uh, submitting uh, sort of a, a note of in interest online and uh, somebody will follow up with you. Great. Well, thank you f so much for that rundown. And for anybody listening as well, there's also all this information is already up online at ConsciousLivingRadio.org. If you want any more information, you can follow up on Adler University there. Um, and I know with, with Udo in the studio, I, I'd, maybe he can talk about, uh, he made a contribution to the, the university not too long ago, and I know Andrew uh, was there in attendance as well. Um, maybe you can talk, tell us about that, Udo. Sure. <clears throat> I, uh, I heard a very wise man say once that money is like water. So if you let it, if, you, if it flows, it's clean. And if you let it sit around, it gets stagnant and starts to stink. And I, I kind of like that, you know, if you have a pile of money sitting somewhere and it's not doing anything, then what's the point of it? What really is the point of it? When, there, when money has, you know, m makes some things possible. And so for me, the way I've always thought is that if I have more than I need, then I want to do something with it that, you know, what's nice about it, I get to decide where it goes, right? But then I want to put it into something that, and, and I'm committed because I came out of a war, so my, f my, f my early life was pretty rocky, and uh, I, had, uh, my, I had definitely grew up in a hierarchical household. I know exactly the size of my father's fist, <laughs> right? And, and, uh, and, uh, and all my life, I've always been really interested in what can I do you know, what's the biggest splash for good that I can do in one human body in one lifetime that helps as many people as possible live better lives in whatever way? Could be more lit up from inside, could be clearer about their thinking, could be, you know, better shoes and socks, you know, any in, on any level where I can do that, I want to do that. And the education that I had at Adler that gave me the skills that I've mostly applied in business, I, I think are eminently worth learning. And so basically I, I want to support students who maybe otherwise couldn't get that education to make it a little easier for them. Okay. Well, it's, it speaks volume that someone with your um, celebrity, as Udo is, um, um, decided to uh, put all the <laughs> extra money that you don't need uh, to live your modest life to help others um, ed be educated in this school. If if we have l listeners, um, parents who are um, trying to help their kids make a choice where to go in the next school year, uh, which university to choose, what would you be suggesting to uh, the process to uh, to go through in order to make the best decision and uh, why would they uh, choose Adlers as one of those choices, or at least uh, compare. What would be the best steps? 
Well, I think it's very important for folks to inform themselves about alternatives and uh, get an appreciation of the various uh, alternatives, degree programs uh, at the graduate level, in this case if we're talking about Adler. Um, I think it's uh, important to uh, uh, talk to people who uh, work at the institutions that you might be looking at. Um, where possible, uh, talk to faculty, uh, look at the website. I think the website can provide a lot of good information and differentiation between one program and the other. Um, and uh, ultimately, I think, you know, uh, y y it, it's all about chemistry and feeling comfortable in, in a place. And uh, uh, that's one thing I have to say about our students who study at Adler is that they're all there because, you know, they're committed to our, our mission and, and, and values. Big hearts. Yes, that's right. Uh, and uh, I, they have they have done a you know I would say an extensive job in looking at us and we've done an extensive job of looking at them um, and uh, there's a good match and that's why our students stay in their program and we have this phenomenal graduation rate from our graduate programs. Uh, can I say something? Okay, I I would say go to 520 Seymour Street, knock on the door. <laughs> Ask them if you can come in and get to know the people, really, literally get to know the people. And I don't know if Brad's got a program like that where people can come and meet the people, but if he doesn't, I think you should get one. <laughs> yes, we do. We, we have uh, meet, uh, faculty meet and greets uh, every semester. Uh, we have webinars. There are lots of opportunities to uh, connect with faculty and staff at Adler. And one of the things I was just going to add to that is for um, students considering, um, you know, pursuing further education. I think a lot of the motivation behind that um, involves kind of finding a place for yourself mm -hmm. in society. And I would say to people considering um, Adler University is definitely a good choice for someone who's looking to kind of help everyone find a place in society. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. And Megan, I have a question for you as well. You said that um, one of the part of your uh, job is working with about 200 different uh, non-profit organizations in our community. If, um, if there are non-profit organizations that like to be added to your list, what is the process uh, to do so? Oh, absolutely. We um, are always looking for new organizations, so they can just send me an email. Um, and or give me a call and I wish I you can find me on our website and I'll happily take on new organizations so we'll make sure to add uh, this contact information on our website as well so uh, uh, those listeners who would like to take advantage of this opportunity will have uh, easier way to do so um, we have only a couple minutes left and I would like to ask is, this is the most difficult question right now I'm going to prepare you for it you have 30 <laughs> seconds each and the purpose of this question is if the entire world is listening and actually, it is because well, who it's is a conscious not living radio. Conscious everybody's radio. listening. <laughs> everybody listens to radio. Exactly. Yeah. So entire world is listening. You have thirty seconds to say something that um, hopefully is going to make a difference in those uh, lives that are people that are listening to it. Um, let's start with Brad. <laughs> thirty seconds. <laughs> make a difference. I would say, uh, explore, love one another. Uh, em embrace 
the moment uh, and uh, uh, don't dwell on what has happened or hasn't happened and take responsibility for your actions. If, if you have it in your heart that the world could be a better place than it is, go check out Adler. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I have two, two points. I think the biggest one is never feel that a small group of people can't change the world because indeed they, it always has. And uh, the second one, just to lighten it up a bit and make a funny joke, I don't know if it, and everyone remembers their grandparents having that uh, singing fish that comes off the wall uh, <laughs> that you press the button and it says, don't worry, be happy, and sings a little song. That's always you and my little mantra. <laughs> Um, what I would probably just want to say is um, it was pretty recently actually that I um, had a yoga teacher tell me that uh, the meaning of namaste is kind of the acknowledgement of you know the energy within someone else being part of the energy within me um, and I would really encourage people to kind of take that to heart when they see others in need um, and really just remember remember that uh, that common humanity that we all share right beautiful thank, thank you well, you've been listening to the gang here at Adler University. We've been talking about their stand for justice in the world and, and their creative courses and, and just a different way of um, finding quality education. I want to thank our guests, Brad, uh, Megan, Udo, and Christian, and, of course, our special guest and founder of Conscious Living Radio, Andrew Resmer. Thank you very much for coming in and, and uh, sharing in the conversation today, Andrew. And we're going to uh, sign off, but before I do that, I just want to let anybody, everybody know as well that on ConsciousLivingRadio.org, all the information is up about Adler, and from, uh, Adler University, uh, bios and information on all of our guests. You can find it all there. You can get any information and reach out and uh, take a step into your own personal growth, education, personal development, and take a look at Adler if you're looking to learn something more and new. This is Mark Cron on Conscious Living Radio. 100.5 FM CFRO in Vancouver. We're going to go out with a great song called Grace by a local sound healer by the name of Matthew Cosell. Enjoy. <laughs>